There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Prompt Us is a production of iHeartRadio. <laughs> In three, two... Welcome back, everybody, to the Prompt Us podcast. I am your host, Gabriel Conti, and I am here ready to learn with you and grow with you today. And I am here. This is the correct part that I'm going to say now because I kind of messed up the intro. I am here <laughs> with my co-hosts, Chad and Zach, on the other side of the pond slash globe. Zach, I'm noticing that you're it's wearing a, big- a pretty cool sweater. I am, bro. I'm wearing some Belong merch. Oh, my now, gosh. Oh, wait, you and... I'm wearing some nice sweaters. You... I'm. This is Sebastian Gomez. His podcast, and I. Oh that, my! Oh my! That's gosh. my merch. Oh my gosh! Oh my. Friends helping friends, iron sharpening iron. It's the setup, baby. <laughs> it's the final count. And, and by and by by <laughs> ironing sharpening iron. So, oh, the prompt bank accounts Zach. helping oh. bank accounts. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. which also leads to the prompt. Actually, yeah. I thought I sent that for free. That's, that's true. <laughs> it cost me money. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Zach, him with the prompt. All right, boys. All right, today's prompt, before I jump in, don't forget, submit your prompt, promptuspodcast.com. All right, so today's prompt is from Tash, all the way on my side of the world, Sunshine Coast. Let's go. It's really nice up there. You guys been to Sunshine Coast real quick? I got Chad, married there, bro. You did? Oh, yeah, you true. You good photos. That's yeah, a- dude. I got That's married there. Like anyway, not so on the coast though, like a little little west in the hills. In the bush? In the hills. A little bit in the bush. In, yeah. the, in, in the hinterlands, they call that. Oh. In the hinterlands. Oh, that's British. In the Sorry. sunny coast hinterlands. Oh. The sunny coast. Oh, that was good. Yeah, bro. Whatever. I'm out here. I, w- I was in Australia for like three months, was, all right? Chill. Was Zach talking just then or was <laughs> Gabe talking? Or oh, was that Gabe? Was that Zach talking or just Gabe? It's almost like that meme where <laughs> I see no difference. They're They're the same. You're the office meeting with Pam? Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Zach, tell them the, <laughs> tell them the prompt. I got you. All right. So Tash, Tash brought up two great prompts. So I think we should try and combine them. And by me thinking we should combine them, I mean, we made the decision to combine them. Their first prompt was uh, side hustles. 
what are good side hustles? What's a what's a good side hustle to have? I don't really know, but we're going to give that one oh, a crack. Please. And the second one was... <laughs> if there's someone the to answer that, it's about, Zach. Yeah. Dude, it's just going to be 40 minutes of me talking about all the side hustles that didn't work. <laughs> and and then, the se- then the second half uh, or the second prompt that Tash sent through was about saving. So let's try and combine them because I think... Saving yourself for marriage or what? Saving what? What's, what's that? But saving, what kind of saving? Saving kind of yourself saving? for marriage. Ah, oh. oh, I see. Where saving up. That, that would be a weird side hustle and waiting till marriage is definitely two topics. I don't know. Go to, maybe they do. Saving the world. Uh, waiting till marriage is a full-time hustle, by the way. It's not a side hustle. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a side That's a 100% full-time job yeah. on steroids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty confident Tash was talking about saving more money. Yes. So, uh, look, let's try and combine them because I feel like most people who want to have a side hustle are trying to generate more revenue. And I think there's not a lot of point generating more revenue if you're just spending all of it. Mm. I think investing it, saving it is probably a good shout. So, uh, boys, what's some good side hustles? Well, how, well, just how about we go it? around and talk about ones that haven't worked for us? True. <laughs> all right. Did you want to start with you that? You can't start with me, fam. You guys start. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Zach immediately, he's just like uncomfortable. Like he's just, it's like the bead of sweat, just one drip. This ain't on me, bro. <laughs> so I guess before we talk about like specific side hustles, it's kind of, we have to come down to terms with like, how much time do we have for this side hustle? And is it going to actually have a return? Because there's been things that I think all three of us have started mm-hmm. that while we think it's a good idea, we, we already have a lot of side going on. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So like how- A lot of commitment. There's a lot of commitments. And mm-hmm. so while I think this was like a good idea, I don't think it was a healthy thing because now it's impacting all the other things I have going. Mm-hmm. You know, all the little mm-hmm. side, you know, projects or hustles or whatever. Now they're impacting my main hustle, my main project. And so- I think it's important to kind of know, well, how much time do you have? Because as you're choosing a side hustle, obviously going to yard sales on a Saturday morning and trying to flip them on Facebook marketplace is a lot easier time-wise than, Mm -hmm. you know, daily vlogging, Zach. (laughs) Maybe that's what I need to do. Maybe that's what the vlogs are about. Maybe I need to just vlog side hustles. (gasps) That's pretty good. Oh my gosh. It's like Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs, but you do like like side jobs. I could do that. Dude, side jobs. Okay, business Bro. meeting right now. Yeah. <laughs> Strategy. <laughs> <laughs> we all scoot up. Pause. Everybody yeah. bring it in. <laughs> Fix your posture. <laughs> oh, gosh. It made, it made oh me think God. of that but meme yeah. where like, the guy, he's doing something. He's losing the video game. Then he's, whenever he starts losing, he sits up to he take it seriously. Forward. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all just, just sat so up with that gosh. idea. Where were we? Well, I can jump in with some side hustles real quick because mm-hmm. I did the garage sale thing a lot. You did? Actually, my boy Adam and I would go around all the time. My big one that I would do is try and find old camera lenses. And then what I would do is buy bulk adapters on Amazon. So they were like 30 cents each. And so I would sell. So say the camera lens, I bought it for $20. I would sell it for $30. But because I include a Canon adapter, I would charge another $30. <laughs> oh my God. No way. The so, art of the market. So like because I went out of the way to get that adapter, and people bought it all the time. Did but you- it was it was a hustle. Like like taking nice photos of lenses is like a weird like part of the process, and also just like talking to photographers. Like no shade on photographers, but you guys stress me out. Mm-hmm. It is like all about the sharpness. Like guys, what's going on? But yeah, so that was kind of one of the ones. Like literally that example that you used, Chad, where like. It was easy to go do, but the, it's a really slow return. And I think you got to think about why you're doing the yeah. side hustle. Is yeah. it because it's just a blast? Because the, the great thing about money is that w- if we treat it like a resource, just like time and energy, money can be something that's really fun to make. Mm-hmm. And you kind of, it should be something that's really fun to make. It should be really fun to make money. So, hey, I'm going to uh, like Chelsea right now, my wife. I say my wife, Chelsea, as if people don't know it already, but if it's your first time, welcome back to Prompt Podcast. Uh, <laughs> Subscribe. My wife is Chelsea. Um, but right now, she, we're, She's been like buying jars and then making them like terracotta oh, dope. like pots and jars. And it's just like, she just loves it. And I'm like, babe, you could freaking scale it, put it in a nice <laughs> box with some nice branding. And like people would pay heaps for that. And she's like, I just like painting. I'm like, that's probably fair enough. Like that's okay mm-hmm. too, you know? So I, it's not a side hustle for her, but it could turn into a side hustle. So I think really thinking about why 
why have the side hustle? Is it fully yeah. because of a mo- like a monetary mm-hmm. thing, or is it because it's just a blast? Well, I think it's important because that w- that would change the way you approach it. That goes into the whole savings things too, right? Because when when I was mm-hmm. thinking about this before this topic specifically before we recorded the podcast, I was thinking like saving money. If you mm-hmm. need to like make more money to save, there's so many different factors that could play into that, like how much do you need to save? How much more money do you need to make? What money do you make already? Like, where are you at in life that like, what is your financial obligation at the moment? And if literally you don't have a good job, maybe it's just get a better job and you don't need to actually add a side hustle. You just need to actually get a new job. You know what I mean? Or, or you have, you're in a job that you're loving and you want to stay there then maybe add the side hustle if you have the time or if you're in school, like technically I was in school full time when I was in school, you know, I was getting my acting degree and my side hustle was doing social media stuff, you know, and and I was obviously able to scale that side hustle to be my full time thing, which I had been doing for Mm -hmm. almost a decade. Blows my mind. Crazy bro. Eight years I've been doing freaking social media. Wow. Makes me feel like, I don't know. It's like cool. I'm like, I'm I'm seasoned and I'm also like, oh my gosh, not Kansas anymore. Yeah. No. (laughs) Anyway. um, (laughs) Dude. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Just like really. You said. You go. Oh, I was just, I was just going to jump in real quick because I think it's important to note. Like there was something you said to me a few years ago when I was struggling with all my debt and my money stuff. And I'm, I'm sure I said this in the podcast before, but it was like, bro, it is always about the percentages. It doesn't matter how much money is coming Mm -hmm. in, coming out. It's about the percent and what you're using every dollar for. I was like, whoa, that changed literally the game for me because it made me realize that if I made a million bucks tomorrow, my problems would still be the same. So starting a side hustle with the intention to make a million bucks tomorrow is actually distracting me from getting other things in order. So Mm -hmm. I I just wanted to say that because you reminded me of that when you're talking about... um, Anyway, yeah, I mean, biblically, <laughs> it's all percentages too. Like when when you hear about finances, or like giving ten percent, right? Tithe. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. It doesn't matter if you make ten dollars or ten million dollars. Yeah, like the ten percent is ten yes, percent, right. and he who is good with a little will be good with a lot. Yeah, yeah, and it's and yeah, and you good. think, but then you think like if you're not making a lot and being generous and stuff, it's like oh, I don't make. And this, I guess, this isn't really exactly what the topic is, but I think it's important. If you're not making a lot, you're like. Oh, what is my, you know, I only make, maybe you're a college student. You make like $5,000 a year off of like your mm-hmm. part-time job somewhere or so, I don't yeah. know, whatever. And you're like, oh, me, 10% of my like weekly paycheck. I can't like, it's not really contributing anything. And also I can't afford to do that. Yeah. You're already practicing the habits that are going to make you not generous and stingy with your money down the line, even though you're, you're, you're not yeah. making a lot and maybe technically you're not stingy because you're not making a lot, but you're putting in the habits and practice mm-hmm. to when you start making more money, you are going yeah. to be what you're creating for yourself essentially. Yeah. Where if you're like, you know what, I'm going to operate yeah. in those percentages. And that's what Jess and I have. And mm-hmm. we work with my brother who like helps us with our finances and everything. But I made a full like flow chart of like where the money comes mm-hmm. in. It goes into our biz- the business bank account. Yeah. We make, you know, the business makes this, then gets paid out to us, certain percentage. The yeah. percentage then gets split 10% here, like for tithe, this yeah. percentage goes to savings. And it doesn't matter, you know, what we make that month. Some months we're able to make five times the amount that we made the month before, but the percentages still stack up the mm-hmm. way they do. And the percentages right. go mm-hmm. into each bucket. Yeah, And it just makes it easy. So if you're able to figure out what your, I guess, what your living expenses are and, and all of that kind of create a budget yeah. and a plan of like, this is how much I need to make to survive. Yes, And that right. amount, and like then you, and then you, yeah. And then you align that with like how much you're making mm-hmm. and formulate a plan like, Oh, I really, I only make enough to survive. I am not making enough to actually plan ahead. I either need to add that side hustle if I do mm-hmm. want to save or I need to get a new job yeah. that pays me more so I can actually or, or, advance. Or to change sk- your lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, change your lifestyle and scale back. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a third one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It makes me think of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which is a book that I think has changed so many people's lives. It changed mine. And so if you're listening to this and you're looking for a very entry, entry, entry level finance book on how to take control of your finances and how to understand, um, this is going to sound very vague, but like, or 
very uh, cliche, what the rich teach their kids, this is a great book for you. And so there's this whole mentality inside the book, which is pay yourself first. And the idea is, is that what happens when people get paid is they will pay their mortgage or rent, okay? Then they pay their insurances, then they pay their car payment, then mm-hmm. they pay their groceries, then they pay your util- their utilities, then they pay off their groceries. And then with what's left over, they will either save or have fun with. <clears throat> Whoops. That's my alarm. Sorry. No, you're fine. So, so people will either... Um, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Are you? I'm so sorry, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have like six more interruptions before we're equal. Yeah, true. From so, last podcast. Yeah, from last podcast. I'm good. So, I'm good. So you're still playing with house money. Yeah, yeah, yeah So, So basically with what people, at the very end of, of their check, they either save if they have any left money um, left over or they spend it on doing something fun. But what he's saying is, no, you should, whose happiness matters more? Your happiness or your bill collector's happiness? Mm. So he said you should write yourself a check <clears throat> the first of each month for Chad wants a new car or Tori wants a vacation or Zach wants um, a new uh, music studio, right? And so you write yourself a check, and then at the end of that like paycheck, if you don't have enough money to to add in that check for you at the beginning, to what? If, to add? Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans, and yet there's complexity at every turn criminal trials for one of those candidates, young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from the Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix 
hidden errors. So you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. I was so waiting for it for so long. You have to look. Could you tell I was like waiting for a spot? awesome. Oh, yeah. Like 10 minutes ago, I was like, Gabe's about to drop it. He's been waiting (laughs) for it this whole time. Well, okay, so so I, I now that sorry, we're back, everyone. I meant a different ad than the ad that Gabe meant. meant but, like add and subtract. Yes, yes, that's what I meant. Not, so, so, yeah. so to recap on that, so if you've paid yourself first and you pay all your other stuff as you go throughout using that check, if you don't have enough money, you either a find a way to make more money, aka side hustles, or b you start cutting fat. Right. You cancel Mm -hmm. your Netflixes, you know, you start you start cooking and meal prepping at home. You start doing things to save you more money. And I just love the idea that that putting what you want first. You know, putting that first is really important because if you put Mm -hmm. it last, you're always going to put it off. And so as someone develops Mm -hmm. the idea of potentially having a side hustle, it's back to Zach's original question, which is, well, what do you want? Why do you want a side hustle? Is it because you want to pursue a creative outlet? Like there's so many people crushing Etsy, Mm. right? Mm. Just crushing the Etsy game. Like Chelsea would probably crush it. I don't know if she's on an Etsy or not, but there's so Mm. many creative people that if they, if they started happy painting, yeah, if, if they would monetize (laughs) their creativity in a healthy way. Now, granted, we're not saying go out there and ruin something that brings you joy, Mm -hmm. but we're letting you know that you could potentially do it more full time because to paint you a, a really, in my opinion, a beautiful picture my wife and I started YouTube as something on the side. It was something that mm-hmm. we love encouraging people, we love communicating with people, and we love talking about God. Well, we were doing that mm-hmm. all on our Instagram DMs, and people were asking the same questions. So we we're like, well, what if we recorded a video and posted it on YouTube? Mm-hmm. And then whenever someone asks us a question, yeah. like, hey, here's that YouTube video that we already recorded on the topic that you're asking about. And then now it's our full time job. And so we're still balancing. That, you know, something that we love and now monetizing it and like making money off of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there is there's definitely like a healthy balance, because I think you've said to me one time, Gabe, that if you can monetize anything, you'll monetize everything. And it's a guard. You need to have a guardrail for that. That's what I have Mm -hmm. literally. That's what I've done. And then and I've talked about it with like Formula One that that is like the first it always comes around to Formula One. really. But that, no, 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 really that does. was like the first thing in a long time that I wasn't monetizing myself because any passion that I had, I was like, I can monetize this. Yeah. And then I would where mm. even when, when Formula One started happening and it started happening, when I started getting into Formula One, um, it was, I don't know, you kind of have the thought like, ooh, maybe I can like play the video games and start streaming it and stuff like that, which is fun. You or know, I guess if I sponsor to go to a race. Or yeah, something. or like try and make it into a, into a thing where it's like becomes part mm-hmm. of my job. Then I've just taken a hobby and turned it into like a form of work. Yeah, mm-hmm. a blessing got turned into a burden. Yeah, yeah. And not that all, not that work is a burden specifically, but there are things that you, that do need to stay in the vertical of like, this is strictly just, hobby i enjoy it mm. it's for entertainment whatever it's for me to switch off and focus on this when i'm to, to not focus on work mm-hmm. um because so many things like passion about acting check that's work passion about mm. music check that's work passion about filmmaking check that's work podcast passion mm. about talking with my friends check that's work. you know what i mean mm. like yeah all of the boxes are checked for like what is now considered mm. work and finding the line of like, do you actually, which is great that Chelsea is just like, no, I just want to paint my little pots and that's totally. dope for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really admire that. Cause I yeah. remember one time Tori called me out once in a good way <clears throat> where we were at our old apartment in Los Angeles. And I feel like if I were an, an, um, like a, like an Instagram guy where like I actually posted super aesthetic stuff, I would crush it because Tori, Dude, my freaking guy, <laughs> the confidence level is out well, of no, this I, world. I'll, t- I'll tell you why. I went and bought a vintage orange juice squeezer and then I bought 
like a sack of these organic oranges from this kid's charity or whatever. Then I cut them all purpose, uh, perfectly down the middle. And then I laid them out on the counter and I'm hand squeezing these because I wanted hand squeeze orange juice. And Tori walks that out the in the morning. That's the most thing I've ever it heard is. in my life. And then Tori walks out. She's like, babe, why are you not filming this? This is so like aesthetically satisfying. It's like, you know, these like videos people watch where it's just, wow, I can't stop watching this because I love the process that's happening mm -hmm. here. I'm like, I just wanted hand squeeze orange juice. So I'm doing, this is for me. This is, this is for Papa. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, this one's for daddy, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a thing where you do really have to be careful because you know, some people do yeah. need to keep their creative stuff, just their creative stuff, because it's a source of inspiration for every other area of their life. Mm -hmm. Right. And so there's definitely mm -hmm. a, like a, a tight oh, yeah. rope where if you are wondering, should you monetize something? I would, connect with people who are doing something similar. Like I know this sounds yeah. like a weird long shot, but imagine that you do really cool. Um, what's it called when you do like handwriting stuff? Calligraphy. Yeah. If you do calligraphy, yeah. that calligraphy. stuff sells like hotcakes on, on Etsy message, a shop owner say, Hey, I love what you do. Have you ever struggled with like monetizing off something that you are just so naturally talented at? And it's just a form of art. And like, you know, that's just one example, but mm -hmm. reach out to people in that same space mm -hmm. to ask them, has this been difficult for you to transition this into a business? Yeah. And dude, I want to hear Zach, mm -hmm. you talk about stuff mm -hmm. specifically, especially like even now, I would love for you to break down all of your different verticals that you're are work for you right yeah. now. Cause you, you do have so mm -hmm. many that like, Technically, they're all still side hustles because none Can of them are like... Can you explain what a vertical is? Your, your different like lanes, I guess, or your different mm -hmm. buckets that you're making money from. Yeah, buckets. You know yeah. what I mean? Like your different... Yeah. Streams. Streams of revenue, a vertical. Yeah. So what are your... What are those things and kind of, kind of like the story of those things and how they all fit in, how you got to the point where you could actually generate revenue from them? Yeah. I mean, first off, my main revenue, my main income stream is my wife. And uh, I <laughs> love that. I was so ready for something so serious, even though it kind of is. But like, I just that was love. So good. Oh my gosh, we um, all have a breadwinning wife, don't we? Yes. Dude, Literally, I'm sitting here like pimping out my office for like Amazon stuff, and I'm just like, oh yeah, Jess's brand deal money came yep. in. Sick. <laughs> Payday for me. Legit, oh my gosh. Now, but I mean, all right. Let me try and break this down. Um, it's funny because I think I'm at the first time in a long time, my side hustles actually actually have become kind of main things like main kind of an actual little bit of a business structure, which is super exciting. And so, um, yeah, okay. At the moment, what am I working on? So I, ha I do a lot of editing at the moment, which has been, I guess it's crazy. This, I would say this podcast got me back into editing again, which is so dope. And so like looking back, it's like, oh, wow, I edit this every week, I could probably use this skill set, help out some friends. So it helped out with Tori and Chad, which is awesome. I still work with those guys. And then it just- Yeah, kind of those random guys, <laughs> those people, those people, wherever yeah. they are. You guys might know him, Chad, Chad Masters, you might know him. Yeah, um, what a but douche. Yeah, but I, and I love that because it's <laughs> like, what did you say? He called me a douche. I was like, yeah, what a douche. <laughs> no, it's dude, payback for last episode. Oh legit, my gosh. Legit. But, there was a point and, I know, and I've actually had to back up on this. So I'm glad we're talking about this because I can use this as an example of too many side hustles. But there was a point where in one week I would edit for, I would do client work edit. I'd work a day at my church. I would uh, write and well, record and sing for, or you can No, no, no. Tell, tell people what client work edit means. That's editing YouTube videos yeah. for three well, uh, different yeah. YouTube channels, multiple videos a week. Yes. But then also client work like web development stuff. So just like designing websites for people who need it or like just any kind of design work. It, it, I used to do heaps of stuff with Grace Coffee back in the day, which mm -hmm. is super cute. And I'm like, that was such a blast. I remember doing all that stuff. That was a side hustle, legit. It was like, just tell me what you need, bro. Mm -hmm. you know? And so, but I would also in my week would be, um, <laughs> yeah, my week is so, it's so messy, but it's, it's refining, which is good. But yeah, so editing, Client work, like doing website stuff, music stuff. I would I would write songs and record and and um, send them off to DJs, like heaps of random European DJs. That was like a main income stream for a long time. Um, my own stuff, like royalties from my own music, and then I added it in my YouTube channel. And I was like, okay, I really am having my YouTube channel was just so much fun that I'm like, I have to get rid of something here because this is just going to burn me out super quick. And it did. And that's kind of what happened with my music stuff. And I think 
the point of me sharing all this is that it's really good to have multiple income streams. It's really dangerous to not be focused on a few things. You, you, being a jack of all trades, which is a Zach of all trades. Let's go. Oh my being God. Being a Zach wow. of all trades. This guy. Uh, is, is, the tech guy. <laughs> is, is super fun. <laughs> yeah, the tech guy. That's my that's my sixth slide. I had hustle. to bring it back. We need to get him a shirt. Oh my gosh, back, that would be so funny. You, you know National Treasure. Mm. You know how yep. you remember National Treasure and like Nicholas Cage and then the other guy Riley. And Riley he's like in the bathroom. That's me right now. I'm in I'm in the bathroom just like on. A, I've got my phone stuck to the wall and I'm just like coding right now. But <laughs> do you know? Do you get the reference? Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. National Treasure um, was my jam. Was the best, dude. Um, but yeah, I guess the point of me saying all these things is that. There, there can be a lot of success in pivoting quickly, but there can also be a lot of emotional stress from not refining one craft. Mm. And so right now, my main focus is communication because the podcast, I would, the podcast was a side hustle for a big, like it still is technically in the sense of like just another kind of thing that I get to work on. I'm definitely more passionate about the podcast than I am, I guess, about web development, to be honest. Like, mm. um, But yeah, it, it, the more that you add to your plate, the less kind of, you're going to feel like you can invest into something. So I don't know if you're thinking about doing side hustles, like just, just take every, take your whole life into account. Don't just be like, well, I work nine to five and then I've got all this time. It's like, yeah, but you also have a family and you also have to cook or you have to clean or you, these things are actually really important because there's been many a times and I feel still carry a bit of guilt to be honest about it all where I've been so overwhelmed by so many different things that I'm, Dang, I'm so sorry. I've been so overwhelmed by so many different things that I've been doing that I've just like neglected my wife or not yeah. taken my dog mm-hmm. for a walk, you know? And those things are so much more important still than the side hustle. But I think when you are maybe in a situation like me where you've been just trying to pay off debt or you're looking for cash or whatever it is, you're just trying to like pay rent, the side hustle feels like it's the most important thing ever. But really at the end of the day, like there are a lot of more important things and, and that's a brutal thing that I've had to learn. Um, and just working out your baseline. This is where we can tie it back into the savings thing. If you're trying to start a side hustle with debt, you're going to have a really, really hard time. Mm. Like a really, really hard time brutally because every dollar that comes in isn't yours. Mm-hmm. You got to pay that back to someone. That's somebody else's dollar. So you can't reinvest into what you're hustling into that side hustle. Yeah. So I don't know if you think about side and side hustle, just make sure that, yeah, you've got your finances in order. Have some savings. The best feeling, like I just bought this new camera. I've been talking about a billion times all over the place. <laughs> I bought this new camera. It comes today. I'm just jacked about it, right? But I was able to buy that camera. Mm-hmm. Like that was, I'm not buying that out of guilt of like, oh, that's it. And so it's like, okay, this is my camera to reinvest in right now. Yeah. My hustle, which is just making daily videos because I just freaking love it. Yeah. Like, and that's where the joy of a side hustle is so important. Where it's like, do yeah. you just why are you doing it? Do you just love it? Then great. If it makes money, don't. Cool. But mm. like in the meantime, refine and refine and and get better at it. Um, and if you've got twelve different side hustles and you're wondering why none of them are working, it's because you've got twelve different side mm. hustles. Yeah, mm. it, it's hard to to add all those together. Or to add break. <laughs> <laughs> The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. 
Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe you can even have health lock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills to date health lock has helped its members save over 130 million dollars bottom line insurance alone isn't enough to save visit healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider that's healthlock.com james face throws Chad off every time. Chad's like, did I get it right? And Gabe's just like, uh. <laughs> it's, like that dog, it's like that dog meme where like the Husky's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Dude, what were you just talking about though? Oh, all the different side hustles. Okay. Yes. All right, guys. Welcome back. Apologize for that. We just have to. It has to be a joke every time or else. Mm-hmm. Feels funny. I know. It just feels like it doesn't work. You know? <laughs> just doesn't add up. Oh my god! <laughs> he puts another one. <laughs> another run, one, right? Runs another. No, 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 no. Anyway, Zach, you oh were just talking god. about having like if you have twelve side hustles, none of them are going to work mm-hmm. because you have twelve side hustles, which is something that I'm. I've been working on myself on how to simplify all of these different verticals that I have. Word vertical again and essentialism, dude. You freaking put me on that book. I know game over. <laughs> my life is changing everything and then you talked about in the podcast at the beginning of the podcast what was it it was like in the same vein about frick me sorry (laughs) no 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 no. oh what was it i literally had it too anyway i don't remember so that's cool uh what i was going to say was me simplifying my side hustles per se is that i've been going through the process of like Oh, what you said was you're adding. That's what it was. Wow. There we go. So do you want to come back from the... What a roller no, just let it roll. Zach will edit it together. We got the tech guy on. Let me say it before <laughs> I forget. That it takes away. You add the side hustle. Don't let it take away from your main hustle. Mm-hmm. That's what you yes, said. That's and that's right. what I've experienced that's for right. so long. Like My main hustle is like obviously making the YouTube videos and like doing that whole thing, like making content. And I added so many things and I would be so passionate about them. And then we get so involved with them that it took away from the main thing. Mm -hmm. And it was, especially with, Mm -hmm. with what you do as a content creator, it Mm -hmm. kind of like you have this career path that all of a sudden opens up this like magical book of opportunity that you can do anything and turn it into a revenue stream. Yeah, You can sell any product. You you could do whatever you want and turn it into a revenue stream because Mm -hmm. you have a built-in audience Mm -hmm. there to buy it or watch it or whatever. Yeah. So that happens. We're doing well on social media. I go, you know, we're selling merch and I'm like, I'm going to turn this into a clothing brand. And instead of doing Mm -hmm. what the smart thing would have been, which I'm kind of realizing now is like bringing on 
a company to fully help me run that on the side and I can make like big picture top down decisions on like vision and what I want for it. But I, I'm still doing my day to day while still kind of allowing this team that has come mm -hmm. on to help me run this thing. I just wanted to get so involved because I got so passionate about like clothing, design, fashion, mm -hmm. all these things that I loved. And it took up so much of my time. And now like I'm in this transition phase with new earth and everything of like getting it to this point where there's a team built around me to help run this amazing clothing cool. brand that still enables me to focus on what I need to focus on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the same thing happened. I don't know. It's with so many things like that happens with, if I, if I'm ever auditioning too much with acting, because like, I don't know, maybe I watched a movie where recently where I'm like, man, I wish I was in that. I need to take more auditions. Yeah. And I just start taking a ton more auditions. And it's like, wait, 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 chill. You can take auditions like at a more reasonable pace because you have this yes. content creator job of like making the videos with mm -hmm. your wife and doing this thing and don't 100% divert your attention to like these other side hustles that are, and it, mm -hmm. it is very tough when the opportunity's mm -hmm. there that you know it can kind of be successful because yeah. it just can be right away. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that's that's my experience. No, that's good. That's a good example of like trying to focus in, trying to hone in on what you've mm -hmm. already built. Because that's, that's the other thing is I forget that I've built this thing that works and then one day I'll just ditch it for the next side hustle. That's not a side hustle. That's distraction. Yeah. Oh. You know? Yeah. yeah. Flip and throw that one on reels. <laughs> put that on tiktok baby yeah. yeah i think that's something important to really look out for is it's easy for us to make ourselves busy and in in thinking that something is actually getting traction it's working well it's doing what we want it to do but it's just a form of us staying busy mm -hmm. um it's almost like have you guys ever like had something really important to do like i'll just use this example like you needed to get uh work done for one of your managers or boss or whatever right and then you're like well, i'm gonna clean my room real quick well, wait, I got to go take out the trash. Oh, I, I have to pick up something that just, I saw, Bro. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to unload the dishwasher, <clears throat> you know, the never ending to do list of distractions. Yes. Yes. And so don't let your side hustle become that. And I think that's what you mm. both were just saying is don't let your side hustle become a distraction to you mm -hmm. a, as a way from you to hide from the big hustle you have going on mm. because that's right. you know if you need your your side hustle to help you cope with your big hustle why are you doing the big hustle mm. you know and yeah. um, and I love what Zach was saying earlier in terms of like realizing that if you start this thing with if you start a side hustle with debt that was probably the most powerful thing I've learned from both of you this whole episode was like starting things with debt because from both of, he said it but you but i'm saying like from this from this episode sorry yeah yeah, yeah. but i'm gonna tie it into you now yeah, so I'll, now, I'll i'll take the compliment well, you have to receive it now because i'm about, to, I'm about oh, okay. to apply it to you hit me with it baby so do you remember our conversation at whole foods a few years ago oh yeah yeah i asked gabe i was like hey i want to create an exit plan for modeling because modeling was my main hustle mm -hmm. but it really mm -hmm. wasn't doing what i it wasn't giving me that intrinsic uh, satisfaction and fulfillment, you know, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful for it. Allow me to travel. If you couldn't tell this guy's a model right here. If you're watching on YouTube. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome for that. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, and I asked Gabe to help me come up with like an exit plan to get out of modeling, but I kept, mm. so basically what was happening was, is the exit plan wasn't exit right away. No, it was like an eight month plan. Mm -hmm. And so modeling was yes. about 80 to 90% of my income with social media being around 10 to 20%. Mm -hmm. And I slowly started making modeling 70%, now social media 30. Mm -hmm. And modeling 50%, now social media 50. And it, it was a real, mm -hmm. it, was, it was a really difficult give and take to where I had this conversation with my friend Kellen, who, you know, of guys that I really look up to, I've learned from, there's something that you did, Gabe, that really impacted me and something that Kellen did that really impacted me. It was your story with Grace Coffee, which we don't need to get into right now. Mm -hmm. But Kellen um, did something where he, he made a decision within his main hustle that was better for his family, that was better for like mm. his ethos, his ethics, his morality, right? He made a, a decision that was really important that for anyone on the outside looking in, you're like, wait, what? You did what? Mm -hmm. You know, you you stopped, you, you, I don't know if I mean, Zach, I'll tell you if you can't say this, I'll, I'll text Kellen about it. 
He left the show. Mm-hmm. 20-something episodes a season, series regular. Right, He left it. Mm-hmm. This is better for his family. And I'm just like, wow. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's an actor would, would, you know, they would kill to be on that show, to be yeah. in that position. But he had a bigger picture mm-hmm. in mind. Mm-hmm. He kept this bigger picture in mind. And I love yeah. that. And I admire it so much that you can't do everything. Mm-hmm. You can't be everything to everyone. You have to pick and choose wisely. And so for me personally, as I'm deciding whether something's going to be a side hustle or not, I'm, I asked myself that question. Zach started with, well, why do you have it? Is mm-hmm. it just because I want to make more money? Well, why don't I try to find a career that can help me make more money? You know, yeah. or am I in it because I want my creative juices to be flowing and I want to feel passionate about what I'm doing? Then absolutely, that's something you should check into. You should you should talk to people who are in that same vein and and start trying to do well with it. But if you have capital at the beginning, you can invest into it because I'm going back to what I was saying previously. I had a conversation with Kellen about YouTube. And Tori and I were, were, were having, YouTube was causing issues in our marriage. And we were like, we need to find an editor. Well, Kellen's like, well, how much does it cost to hire an editor? I'm like, well, probably in this ballpark. This is what I've heard from some of my mm-hmm. friends. And he's like, well, can you afford to hire an editor for three months and invest in it? And I was like, well, when you put it that way, yeah. Yeah, I, I can do that. Insert Zach. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now, you know, and it's one of those things where it was a worthy investment, but I had capital at the beginning to try. Mm-hmm. But if yes, I were, right. if I were operating, if I were chasing a creative side hustle to fill the need of money, that would be terrible. Can mm-hmm. you imagine doing that? That would be so difficult to do. And so for me personally, it really helps that if, if your side hustle is going to be about creativity, then you really need it to be funded by your main hustle. You can't try to fund a, a creative side hustle on its own. You need to be able to invest into it. And I think you should always have a plan as well. Mm-hmm. Like I, that, that may be where we should end is like really structuring a solid plan of actionable steps that are all, you can all, you can track each step. You know what I mean? Like say you don't like the job that you're at and you're trying to save money, so you want to start a side hustle. It's like, okay, well, how long am I going, like you you with modeling, how long am I going to be at this job? Say it is making you money, but you want to exit. Mm-hmm. How much can I save per month yep. to exit this comfortably along with like when should I start the side hustle and how long do I need to be mm-hmm. doing the side hustle to then turn it into a form of income or how much capital do I need to invest mm. into this side hustle? Cause then that dictates how much I need to save from the main hustle I have now and just create those actionable steps of like, okay, this is the end goal of what I want. Now let's work backwards and mm-hmm. be like, okay, this, in order to get to that, I need to do this before that. And then I need to do this before that. And I need to do this before that and just kind of create that plan out. Like you're saying, Chad. Yeah. And it's the same with saving money. Mm-hmm. It's you create yeah. the actionable uh, st- uh, uh the, yeah, the actionable right. plan that's step by step to help you save money. That Lord knows, you know, who knows, you may be able to start an incredible mm-hmm. side hustle with that savings that you're creating. And one of the best things is knowing that you you don't need to make a lot of money to mm-hmm. save money. Mm-hmm. You need to be consistent mm-hmm. with saving a little bit every day or every week and just that little bit and over time you just put it away put it away and over time it'll just start growing mm-hmm. and growing and growing and you just put it away and don't look at it don't touch it that i mean that happens with with Jess and I's retirement we you know we started a retirement account you know like 5 years ago when we got married and it's just like every month was just, okay, we put this much away every month, every month, every mm-hmm. month. And then all of a sudden, it's like five years later, I look at it, I'm like, oh my gosh. And with, yeah. you know, the, the uh, what the heck is the percentage that you get on, uh, that you make back in your retirement account? What is that called? Well, the percentage back, um, the compounding or? Compounding, uh, yeah, interest. Oh the my eighth gosh. wonder of the world. Oh my gosh, that, well, I had the biggest brain fart. I should not be on a podcast. <laughs> uh, let me have this mic. Anyway kidding i bought it myself <laughs> with that money that you saved I made an investment by my wife's brand yes, deals right. <laughs> all right, right. The tip, happy birthday to me have have a partner oh, that makes a lot of money cash cash exactly stacks uh, what was i even saying anyway over time we were putting away in our retirement and then all of a sudden you look back 
five years later. If I look back a month later, it's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and if I'm looking at, it's not realistic at the little uh, app every day, looking at the number, it's not, it's not, it doesn't, it's like going to the gym and then 30 minutes later looking in the mirror yes, and exactly. expecting results. Yeah. If you just right. put in that little bit right. every day, just that one more percent a day, mm -hmm. one more percent a day, one more percent a day, by the end of a hundred days, just a little over three months, you will then be 100% better than when you started. Wow. Yo, what's up, guys? Thank you so much for watching this episode of Prompt Us. Make sure to go to promptuspodcast.com to submit your own prompts, and we will see you in the next one. Prompt Us is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side -side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.